Saving for retirement is critical. Creating a distribution plan for those hard-earned dollars is equally important. On today's show, designing a strategy for maximizing your income for retirement. Uncover retirement concepts you need to know. Welcome in to Your Powerful Legacy Radio with Christina Ping. We're ready. Let's go. It's Your Powerful Legacy Radio with Christina Ping Kepperling, CEO of Powerful Legacy Insurance and Financial Services. Christina's book is The Retirement Train, and it's all about proper retirement strategies for you and and really custom fit to uh, Christina. You know that everyone's different. Their dreams are different. What they bring to the table is different. Absolutely it is. Everybody has a belly button, but my goodness, it's just a completely different shape, size, color, everything else. So <laughs> retirement's right. just the same. Yeah, that's right. That's right. Some have any, some have outies, and both are that's fine. Right. <laughs> Everything's uh, wonderful. You know, what they bring to the table, speaking of that, is we uh, talk, open up the show talking about moving, shifting from accumulation to distribution or decumulation. Uh, what they bring to the table is wonderful. It is a r- representation of their hard work and savings. Unfortunately, it's it's not retirement yet. It, it the puzzle's not put together yet. Well, you think about this, Dave. People are saving for the longest vacation of their life, vacation from work forever. And I think about people saving for a regular vacation. You know, let's say maybe you put aside, you know, two three hundred dollars a month saving for something. You're going to have a budget, and you're going to have to stick to that budget. Well, retirement's very similar, except you're saving for. 30, 35, 40 years to spend another 25, 30 years Mm -hmm. (laughs) on a vacation. (laughs) And it's very critical that we do have a decumulation strategy. So when people are talking about accumulation, they're only talking about what money is going in there. So -hmm. you're only thinking about one part of retirement. Now, the income part preserves and protects your assets as you near retirement to hedge against market volatility and also this economic instability. Oh, we've just got so much going on. But the sequence of returns about five to 10 years before retirement could have a huge impact on your retirement for decades. This is a really big deal. For those of you out there that come to our seminars and those are on the internet. You can follow us on social media. Also, we do have seminars out in the community and we talk about this. People literally will come into the office, all these different charts and graphs. There's nothing that talks about income. Yeah, exactly. And you've got to, you've got to have that conversation. You know, you mentioned sequence of return. So that's from when you, from what you take and when, uh, and that's critical, isn't it? Uh, the order you must get that timing, right? Yes. And, People know that markets are going to have cycles. That's just the way that economics are. So you have to put that in part of your strategy and talk about your risk tolerance. Where are you comfortable with your risk and where are you uncomfortable to make sure that we get everything right? Well, uh, as far as getting into that distribution phase, it can seem overwhelming and even just really sudden. Can you, let's say, starting in the financial red zone, sort of ease into distribution mode? Well, I think that when we're talking about distribution or decumulation, people think that it is just a sudden, abrupt situation. I'm seeing more and more transitional retirement, just Mm -hmm. easing into it. And I think one of the best ways that we can get started, let's sit down and talk about how you actually do this. So in your household, sit down, get a pen and paper, write down all of your expenses on one side of the paper, and then all of the income on the other. You've got to make sure those things match up. This is just a good old-fashioned budget. If you can scale down to 80, 70 to 80% of what you're actually bringing in, you're practicing for retirement. And I think that this is a really good gauge to make sure, as long as you've saved enough as well, to keep maintaining that between your Social Security, pension plans, 401k, whatever money you have. Mm-hmm. If we can continue bringing in at least 80%, you're probably ready to retire if you can live on that. So that's a really good way to get started, practice it. Yeah. If you're 10 years away, I want you to take about 10 to 20% of your portfolio out of that more risky, the closer that you get, it needs to be really dialed down to where about five years away, you're only a 70-30 split. So you've only got about 30% of that is in the risky. And then this accumulation phase, once it ends, we need to be in preservation because if you continue to lose money, 
in the market or have lost in the market, plus you're taking money out, it's going to drain that retirement bucket really quick. With Christina Ping Kepperling, and she is, again, the CEO of Powerful Legacy Insurance and Financial Services and ready to talk to you about strategies for your retirement. Uh, she opens up her schedule on this show every week with opportunities to, to book your comprehensive review at no cost, no obligation. 800-832-1100. Call it or text it. If you text, all you have to do is just text the word POWERFUL, 800-832-1100. Can you talk, Christina, about in-distribution? You mentioned the budgeting process, factoring in expenses over potentially 30 years, but how you also factor in inflation and tax strategies. I think that tax strategies are probably the most, I guess, at the forefront of the mind of my retirees, the most important to them, because we know it's coming. And the reason why it's so important is for most of you out there, you have qualified funds. That means it's qualified to pay some taxes. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> what this means That's is basically you're, it's it, all pre-tax though, dollars. Right? Yeah, it is. Let's try and make this positive. You got to pay some taxes. So instead of womp womp, you're qualified to pay some taxes. It hasn't happened yet. So we want to make sure and get that right. This is important. This is the money for the rest of your life. And if we don't get that tax strategy correct, that could be a really big problem. Yeah, uh, of, of course, it certainly can. And, and that's certainly part of that comprehensive review. Even initially, you you have that conversation with people who schedule with you. Um, now, it, when you first retire, it still could be some years away. But when you hit that age, which is now 73 for required minimum distributions, what could you do ahead of time to maybe lessen that tax blow or just uh, strategically? Well, RMDs did have a pretty big change. Let's talk about that for just a second. That 2.0 uh, Secure 2.0 Act increased the RMD age to 73. It did go up from 70 and a half to 72. Now it's at 73. Mm-hmm. By 2033, it'll be 75. So we need to be ahead of this game. We need to be planning ahead for RMDs as part of your income distribution strategy because if you don't take those RMDs, there is still a penalty. It's 25%. And sometimes this can become a tax problem for retirees because you have, you have to take that money. There's very few exception, and most people don't even fall into that anyway. So let's make sure that we get that right. RMDs are an opportunity to spend money or shift it to another savings vehicle. Yeah, exactly. There are, and again, keeping it on on keeping it on the positive note. There are opportunities that can be there in those strategies. Now, we may not think of Social Security claiming as distribution, but it is really. Um, how do you help your clients make the right decision on that? Well, first off, making decisions has to go with listening about what is needed, and what we're really talking about is first off on your Social Security. What if you have to collect early because you're not able to work and you're not able to pay your bills unless you have Social Security? So that's one thing. But remember, your Social Security is significantly reduced if you begin at early age 62. Whereas if you wait until 66 or 67, your FRA, depending on when you were born, you're getting 100 percent of your benefit. And then at 70, it's about an extra 8 percent annually. But what if you passed away too soon because you had some type of a health situation? What if you're trying to maximize Social Security for your spouse? Everyone's situation is different, just like we mentioned that belly button and everybody mm-hmm. has one, but they're all very different. It's just the same with your Social Security strategy. And out in the community, when I'm teaching these seminars and people come in, Social Security is the first subject. This is a really big deal for most people because it's about 36 to 40 percent of your retirement income. I've seen people, Dave, that this is 100% of their retirement income. They didn't save anything during their lifetime Mm, working. Right. They didn't or they couldn't or something happened and they had to pull the money out. This happens all the time. So getting Social Security right, very, very important. And I love talking about Social Security because that's just one step closer to retirement. That's right. That's right. You know, I love your visual of um, the bucket. And let's say in your working life and all those years, you're you're filling that bucket a little bit at a time, maybe taking a little cup, you know, every now and then and pouring water in it. And by the time you retire, let's say it's full and then you go, oh, no, I got to poke a hole in the bottom of it. But never fear <laughs> with the right strategies. Uh, Christina can implement that metaphorical spigot to continue to fill it up while it's coming out of that hole in the bottom. Is that kind of like you see it? Did I, did I paint the picture accurately? 
You listen really well, Dave. Yes, it's just like you are literally carrying around your entire retirement savings in a bucket. You want that spigot of interest to continue going in. That's very, very important. But also, you want to make sure that there are no additional holes in the bucket, like volatility of the market, too much in taxes, fees, whatever that may be. We want to make sure that you're streamlining that income to make sure that you're saving as much as possible still. And we don't want that bucket to empty out too quick. And then what about some exposure to risk? And I'm not talking about risk with the market. What about risk from long-term care? What could happen to that retirement bucket if you don't have it structured properly? Mm -hmm. It could be gone because of long-term care. A lot to consider, a lot to consider with proper retirement strategies. So have a conversation with Christina. Think about it. If you're getting closer and you think, you know, I need to get something in place. Here's a chance to sit down and talk with someone who does this. And that is Christina, uh, an opportunity. I'm not sure yet how many openings Christina will allow on her schedule for this week, but we'll find out right now for no cause, no obligation uh, consultation. We are opening 10 for this week. I know a lot of you are busy. I don't know about you, but we're probably getting some spring fever out there. So let's get going. Let's get things taken care of. Pick up the phone. Give us a call right now. 800-832-1100. Don't hesitate. If you need a second opinion on something, that's okay if you take up one of these slots. We're absolutely excited to see you, excited to give you this information. When you come in, folks, I want you to expect that you're going to be told information, not sold. I'm not going to offer you any business in your consultation at all. There's a possibility I may not be what's best for you. Let's see that you're on track, on track for your retirement, your way. Again, 800-832-1100. It's really, it's a train theme, not only in Christina's book, uh, The Retirement Train, but also, uh, as she just said, on track, the on-track retirement system. And that's your on track and you're heading. The train is heading there to retirement. Are you ready? Uh, do you need a, a, a conductor? <laughs> that's the one, that, or is it the engineer? Who does the driving of the train? <laughs> anyway, someone I think to they both do. Well, maybe someone to, with you to to help drive that train into and through retirement. Christina P. Kepperling and ten opportunities to schedule that comprehensive review with her at no cost, no obligation. 800-832-1100. 800-832-1100. Call it or text the keyword powerful. 800-832. 1100. There's more to come. Sometimes the little things can make the biggest difference. So Christina's going to highlight straight ahead some simple tips to help you save more. Back with your powerful legacy radio, Christina Ping Kepperling, who you can also catch on TV Saturdays, ABC 36, twice Saturdays at 10 a.m. and uh, Saturday nights at 7 Christina's firm's powerful legacy insurance and financial services. We talk retirement here and not just retirement launching it, but getting ready and getting better prepared to launch it more effectively. We're, we're going to look at some good saving tips here with Christina. And and these are some really cool ones you put together. Makes you think uh, the, like the first one you're saving. How about if you kicked it up one percent more? What could that do? Gosh, I think about 1% more as inflation, okay? You're inflating your savings. Mm -hmm. We all know the impact that inflation has on your pocketbook when 1% over 10 years is technically 10%, right? One times 10. Mm -hmm. So your money's worth 10% less in 10 years. Well, let's say that you saved just 1% more. You're saving 1% could mean a really big boost because eventually that money is going to be gaining extra. So let's just say that you're earning about 50000 per year. You save just 1% more. That's only $42 a month. Mm-hmm. And you earn a 6% annual return. Well, that means that after 35 years, that's an additional $57,517. Wow. See, it does that's make a lot. Difference. Yeah, it is. Whoa. That could be a couple years of retirement income for you. And it's going to continue to grow. That's a great lesson as we're going to get into next segment for younger people, too, on uh, learning about just kicking it up a little bit more and the power of compounding. Let it work for you for change <laughs> and not against you. Um, nice. If you get a raise, um, you're already chugging along fine before you got the raise. Should you take maybe a portion of that, put it in savings? 
So I think that that's always a great idea. You're not going to miss the money because you didn't have it in the first place. But if you will, every time you get a raise, just take a small portion of that and kick it over to your retirement strategy. My husband did this for years when he was working in the corporate world. Mm -hmm. And every time he get a small raise, he would just increase the contribution over to his 401k. And it really made a big difference over a very small period of time after Mm -hmm. just a few years, he was really starting to see a big difference. Yeah. I mean, it really can something to seriously consider. As we said, the little things can make a big difference. And we're talking about savings. And if you're in a few years away from retirement, financial red zone, uh, think about this, how this could build it up uh, before you launch your retirement. Uh, if you do get a tax refund, there's another kind of found money opportunity. It's not really found. It was your money you're getting back, but it's still found in a way. <laughs> this is one of the most popular ways that I see people that are investing in their overall retirement accounts that, that once a year when you get your tax refund, dumping some money into an IRA. Mm-hmm. I think that that's always a great thing. If you do qualify, a Roth IRA is good. I also have people that participate in that tax code 7702. So a lot of really good opportunities out there. What is going to be what's best for you as that money is received? That's what we want to talk about. Savings tips uh, with Christina Ping Kepperling, who can be reached with a phone call or a text to 800-832-1100. You can text as well, keyword powerful, if you text 800-832-1100. Speaking of found money, it could be inheritance. It could be winning the lottery, anything like that. That's another opportunity to boost your savings. Windfall. Windfall is a wonderful thing. And I do get some people who actually have money that they were not aware of. So sometimes taking a look, maybe you have a previous employer. This is where I see a lot of that money come from. Maybe you had a previous employer that had an old 401k program and you thought maybe I've only worked there for a few years, so it didn't really matter. There could still be money there. So let's say that you run into that. Okay. And you've got some extra money out there. Stash that aside for retirement. Make sure that you're doing everything you can to tuck a little bit of money away. This will keep you from having to make adjustments on the downside when you do retire. Right, right. Uh, a lot of things to, I mean, to consider. It's like it's paying yourself. Um, and speaking of paying yourself, please take this. If your company offers a match, that's a wonderful thing. Don't turn it down. Take advantage of that one. This is a no-brainer, folks. If you are not taking advantage of this, you literally just left free money on the table. There's no reason around it. So let me give you an example. If you're wanting to put in 10%, but let's say your company matches 11, you want to bump that up and just put in 11. Even if they're only matching 4 or 5%, put in at least what they're matching and then some. And again, let's go back to that raise. If, if you get a raise and maybe it's only about 2%, what about even just doing a half of a percent? So one quarter of that, that's, that may not seem like it's a big deal, but it will really add up over time. The, um, the tax side of savings, it's like, it's kind of like you can, in how you save your money, tax opportunities, if you're taking it deferred, well, then save that money you're not paying right now. Or you could look at Roth and say, I'm saving it for later. I'm going to pay it now, so I won't have to pay it later. I think anytime we can hedge against f- future taxes, that's a really good thing because pretty much everyone that I ask, they think the taxes are going up. Mm-hmm. They're probably right. I do agree with that one. Mm-hmm. I will say I don't like to get into politics or anything major, but I do agree. And we actually are planning with the CPA that taxes are going to increase in the future. So as we're talking about your retirement, we want to have that as part of your decumulation strategy that taxes could increase and probably will increase. Part of that initial consultation with you and working with you is when someone first comes to you, you could help identify fees they may not have been aware of. If you find out you're paying uh, maybe unnecessary fees or you could do something different to pay lower fees, there's savings. You found some savings. ask. Ask what's going on. And that's okay. This is your money, first off. And anytime, by the way, that you're speaking with a professional, I want you to ask them, what are the fees? Show me the money. Where is it at? This is your money. And if they squirm in their seat, you're probably in the wrong place. Mm-hmm. Any of us will be able to tell you exactly how we're paid. And that is absolutely something that you should know. Another great thing about working with you is that you you watch the calendar. You know the the benchmark ages uh, to reach. And if you do something before that, then you're subject to penalty, just unnecessarily paying money. Uh, You help people avoid that. 
Yes, we sure do. And I'm telling you, they're getting better and better at putting these little bumps in the road to make sure that they can, oh, get these penalties everywhere. So before 59 and a half, let's say that you you withdraw money from your retirement account. You do have a rule of 55. If you guys will just jump into your favorite uh, search engine and take a look at that rule of 55, then there's also a 7-2-T. So we do practice those. And sometimes there's paperwork that has to be done in advance. So make sure that you get a hold of those. But there are some exceptions. Now, remember that after your required minimum distribution comes, they did change it to 73. But if you don't take that RMD, you have got to pay a penalty. It's 25%. Let's get that done. Yeah, oh, definitely. You've talked about this before, too. And, and you can you can look at clients when you're creating a, uh, a spending plan or budget. Uh, what, are you, what are you paying for you may not even use or be aware of that you could cut out? We all have well, it. <laughs> we all have those unnecessary expenses. Um, I'm going to say, Dave... Gosh, I don't want to put myself out in the middle here. I don't normally do this, but I'm going to talk to you guys about what is my number one bougie expense that I waste <laughs> money on. Okay. <laughs> it's probably going inside the gas station. Uh-huh. I am still, I mean, because I have to fuel when I'm traveling between my Lexington and Louisville firms. Uh-huh. Obviously, you have to get fuel to be able to keep going. And I'm not ready for an electric car. That's way beyond me. And... um I like to go in the gas station. Well, when you go in the gas station, let's say you have to go in and use the restroom, they are so brilliant at strategically oh, yeah. placing like animal crackers or peanut butter <laughs> M&Ms or something. In the yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah. Oh, and they want you to come in there and do that. They're not they making do. that much it's money <laughs> on the gas. <laughs> yes. And I've, I've actually saved a ton of money on my grocery bill. I mean, here we are just a little bit into this. You know, we're barely first quarter into this new year. And I've saved so much money on my grocery bill because I quit going to the grocery. I click it all online and have it delivered to my house. Yeah. And <laughs> it's uh, saved me a ton of money because then I'm not going around those Again, brilliantly strategically placed displays that make me buy extra stuff that I don't Mm -hmm. need. And what's worse, you know, if I need to go to warehouse or something, which Costco delivers to our home now, too. So I don't have to. I just get the big necessities. But everything always smells so good. They have those examples and Mm -hmm. I'm usually hungry. So Mm -hmm. I'll eat a couple bites of example. Next thing you know, I'm picking up a pack and then it sits in the freezer for six months. I don't cook it, you know. (laughs) I was actually reading an article just recently on the brilliance of marketing and layout in in grocery stores. And one of the things is they offer those free samples to make you hungry, to get you in that mood, to shop more. It's even the lighting and so much. The lighting and the music. The music you yes that's upbeat so it makes you want to spend that money they're so (laughs) smart they are and how many times have you picked something up at the uh when you're waiting to pay uh that you had no intention of getting I picked up two pins. I always pins think I need another chapstick. I need yeah. another chapstick or right. I need another air freshener for my car or, you know, again, another pack of peanut butter M&Ms. I think I'm addicted <laughs> to those things. I, and yeah. it, that's it. I picked up two pins, ink pins. I don't need them. Pens? Yeah. I, I bet those were expensive. <laughs> well, actually, they look kind of nice, but I didn't need them. I have like 20. Uh, I, I just borrow I, them from my bank until they're empty. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I just feel like, hey, I'm doing my part to keep the economy rolling here. Keep it humming. <laughs> uh, That's exactly it. I'm contributing <laughs> to deflation. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> well, here is that chance to sit down with Christina. By the way, it would be a fun conversation, a pleasant conversation, and talking about something really important to your retirement. Here's that chance, 10 opportunities to claim yours this week at no cost, no obligation. That's right, folks. It is no cost, no obligation. I can pretty much guarantee you that we're going to have just as much fun as Dave and I do here on the air. Mm. Dave, we have so much fun. I mean, not only do I adore you, I mean, you're our pal, but it's it's so much fun to get to meet new people and get to talk about your amazing life. And I want to hear about your journey and where you're at and where you're going. And it's such a wonderful experience. So yes, folks, we did open up 10 time slots. I know they disappear so fast. I literally am getting emails after the show is over. Hey, I wasn't able to get through. Um, I jumped on your website and got through. So yourpowerfullegacy.com. If you can't get through on the phone by some chance, please jump in. 
give us a call or a text or whatever you need to do through the website and we will get you on the schedule. I will be just completely honest out there. I really feel like sometimes we're busiest at the very end of the show. So don't, don't wait until the very end of the show. Give us a call now or even write that down. Jet us through the website. We'll see what we can do to get you in here in the next couple of weeks. Yeah, you can call in right now, as Christina said, uh, 800-832-1100, 800-832-1100. You can text powerful. Uh, if you text, that's all you have to text. Keyword powerful. 800-832-1100. It's a comprehensive review. It is about you. It is about your retirement. 800-832-1100. The refreshing thing is, as Christina says, you're coming in to be told, and that's really getting a lot of information and not sold. Well, being a grandparent is an exciting time of life, and often you may be in that position where you want to give a helping hand to the next generation, your grandkids. So when we come back, Christina has some ways to do just that without jeopardizing your comfortable retirement. Your Powerful Legacy Radio continues with Christina Ping Kepperling, CEO of Powerful Legacy Insurance and Financial Services, author of the book, The Retirement Train, which when you meet with Christina, you get a copy of that. I'm consumer advocate Dave Perkins. We were talking about having fun. Uh, we have fun in the breaks, too. We were, we were just talking about smells we remember. You know, a lot of uh, smells can bring back memories. For instance, that smell of the, I'd pay to get this back, the smell of the mimeograph tests our teachers would give us. That was a delicious smell with that blue ink. Uh, they go oh, yeah. to the office and run it off right before you come back warm, you know, and smell. everybody had to smell their test before taking it. You mentioned you like the smell of, what is the uh, plastic on Cabbage Patch dolls? Yeah, yeah. I just got one for my niece for her birthday. She just turned seven years old. I can't believe it. Precious little girl. And I got her her first Cabbage Patch doll, and it is so incredibly cute, just like they've always been. But uh -huh. it smells the same. Yeah. I told her, right. I told my sister, I'm <laughs> like, this is like, you know, 35, 40 year smell, just the same. And I think uh, when we're talking about smells that trigger memories, mm -hmm. have you ever dreamt about a smell? Have you ever had that happen? Mm, I don't know. You know, I, I can't say that I have. I may have. Have you? I did. I actually dreamt about a smell, and it was so pleasant. Uh, my mother-in-law was making breakfast. She gets up really, really early oh. and was Ooh. making breakfast, and it it kind of triggered, you know, that sleep right before you're getting ready to wake up, and you're kind of dreaming just a yeah. little bit, but you yeah. don't normally remember. Yes. So I was in that phase of sleep, you know, usually 15, 30 minutes before I'm waking up, and I could smell the breakfast while I was sleeping, but it triggered dreams about going in. And I I remember learning to cook and I was helping my gampy and I was up on a step stool and it kind of just triggered that memory and a little bit of a dream there. So it was a great memory. You know, I, that, that's a, I get that. My, I, my granddaughter, my, 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 I don't have a grandchild. My daughter, uh, we would go take her to my mother's house, her grandmother, and she would love when she was a little girl to wake up with the smell of my mother in the kitchen, you know, with bacon and sausage, coffee brewing. And that is a delicious smell. Uh, a lot of those memories that she takes with her still to this day. Um, we're actually going to talk about grandkids now. We're going to talk about uh, how, what a segue there, isn't it? Uh, we're going to yeah. talk about uh, how you certainly want to help your grandchildren, but you want to make sure that you do it the right, do it smart, um, and, and make sure at first, Christina, that you don't jeopardize your retirement in doing so. Well, I think that when we're talking about helping family members in general, not just your grandchildren, but there's a point of helping and then there's a point of enabling. Mm -hmm. If something is going to put you out, you're actually not helping because you, you have to help yourself before you can help anybody else. Just like you're supposed to put your oxygen mask on first before mm -hmm. you help anyone else. It's the same type of situation. So please make sure that you're not taking something away from yourself before you go to help anyone else. Please do not take out of your retirement. This could be a really big deal. And actually it could inhibit, inhibit your financial future to a point where you would have to depend on them. Right. Well, and actually, Christina, you've got some some ways that you can help out your grandkids in a smart way, and that, we're going to talk about that. But first off, I think one of the best ways you can help them, if they'll listen to you, is share your wisdom with them. Pound into their brain uh, how much saving, as we talked about just a moment ago, how little things in savings can make a big difference over a long term. 
Well, I always loved hearing stories about my grandparents' childhood. My granddad used to tell me that he could have a quarter and go to the movies, get the movie ticket, popcorn, a soda, and then after the movie was over, a nickel was still left, and he would buy an ice cream cone. A quarter bought all those things when he was a child. And um, when he passed away just this last year, and I'm looking back at all these pictures of his amazing life, Mm -hmm. and I'm the first. I'm the oldest grandchild, so I'm the ringleader. Mm -hmm. I'm the favorite. I'm just kidding. (laughs) I've just been around longer than everybody else. You would lead all the others into trouble. That's what you do. Exactly. (laughs) And we have such a massive, massive family. Oh, what a blessing. First off, I'm the oldest of eight total siblings in just my family. Oh, wow. And then all of my mom's siblings... And my dad's siblings, they have all of their kids and their grandkids. I mean, the family's just massive on every aspect. Mm -hmm. And I can't think of anything greater here on earth than family. Oh, it's the essence of life. They're Mm -hmm. just so fantastic. And watching my nieces and nephews grow, because my kids are older, you know, they're 22 and 25. Mm -hmm. Tyler's getting married this year and his house is being built. And, you know, Preston's still in college finding his way. And, you know, he's obviously also a licensed associate here in the firm and just getting to be with my boys and watch them grow. Well, then I look at my little nieces and nephews. They're so small and it's just so fun to watch my siblings struggle with the normal crap that I dealt with when my kids were small. Like, you know, you have, it takes you 20 minutes to get out the door. Everybody has to get their shoes on. Oh wait, the shoes are not tied and getting a jacket. And did you go potty and, you know, make sure you got everything but the kitchen sink and right. all those things that happen. And uh. Listening to the kids now that they talk and it's just, uh, it's so much fun to watch these things take place. They're almost like grands to me because my kids are so much older Mm -hmm. and, you know, I guess being the oldest, it's kind of hit that way, but oh my love, 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 love the family. I can't wait to have grand. I mean, I can wait, but I can't wait to have grand. I'm going to ruin them. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, I'm sure you will. Uh, we were talking about your dog Zeus and I feel so sorry for Zeus. He's not spoiled at all. Got the life, (laughs) got the life. Um, you know, what about this idea we're talking about? And let me mention first how you reach out to Christina, 800-832-1100 call or text powerful to 800-832-1100. We're talking about, uh, Helping your grandkids. What about this idea, Christina? This is a way to maybe teach a lesson in an interactive way and also help them. What if you set up a deal kind of like a 401k match and where you say, uh, if you save this much, I'll match it. You know, it's kind of teaching the lesson and helping them. I do agree with you. This is a great way to kind of exercise how they actually use money, spend money, whatever else. I know a lot of families that are very taboo. They don't talk about the money that they have or don't have or whatever's taking place. And children grow up without knowing. The first thing is you've got to teach your children about limits. If something costs a certain amount, there's not unlimited. You wouldn't believe the number of people that have told me and that I have actually experienced it out educating they think that checks are money. <laughs> you can just write it for whatever you want. Oh, no joke. I, I can't even begin to Ooh. fathom what that is. We were taught in home economics to balance your checkbook, how to mm-hmm. move the money around, make sure that you were, I mean, I was really good at robbing Peter to pay Paul on the timing of those <laughs> utilities when I was young. Cause I didn't have a whole lot of money. You had to, yeah. I mean, I was, I've been there too. That yeah. was it. Yes. I mean, I would get down to not just dollars, but cents sometimes in oh, between yeah. paychecks. And would have to scrape to get by, wondering if that extra 50 cents would get me to work. And I couldn't go to certain activities because I knew I had to have enough fuel to get to my job. And, you know, those type of struggles have helped me find the strength of saving. And I think that as a parent, passing that to my children, so grandparents, give those type of lessons to your kids. And matching something, you know, dollar for dollar, don't go out there and buy your grandkids a car. Make them have some skin in the game. Right. Someone who earns something is going to respect it so much Mm -hmm. more in the long run. And Mm -hmm. we know you love them, but give them love in different ways, not necessarily just spoiling them with things. It's helping them. It's the old proverb, 
give a man a fish, feed him for a day, teach him to fish, feed him for life. It really is what what that is, giving them, that, as you said, skin in the game. Uh, I, real quick, and this, I was way younger, uh, and gas was cheaper, but I have said at times, lean times, uh, can I get 70 cents on pump too? I mean, have you ever done that, paid for gas with change? Yes, <laughs> I've bought 50 cents. I could I could get about a, you know, three-quarter gallon at that point. I think gas was only about 80 cents a gallon when I was first driving, and I've gone in and had 50 cents, 75 cents, yeah. and just put it on there. Yeah. It was on. just a different time. They actually still had leaded or unleaded fuel. Oh, I, me too. When I first started driving, absolutely. You can get leaded yes, my or first unleaded. Car had, I had an eight-track player and the crank windows and, you know, your brights and dims on the floor. Those kids don't even know what that is No, now. they don't. My first car had that convenient window, which never should have gone away, that extra little bonus window, you know, kind of on the corner. Oh, yeah. Remember that? I love yes, that. Yes, mine had that too. Yeah. yeah. Well, and it's it's just great for the extra airflow, and it keeps the uh, windshield from getting defrosted. I kind of wish they still had. I those, don't know but, why they know, went away. They were wonderful because they put the defrost in there. They were I guess so. Out, yeah. I, I have guess. to tattletale on Preston, my middle one. I had just gotten this SUV, and it it was a few years old. Um, you know, I just. I was so excited. It was new to me, but it was a few years old and it had a CD player, CD changer at that Mm -hmm. and a cassette player. And I'll be (laughs) daggone that kid. The first time he was sitting in the front seat, you already know where I'm going. I think I've told you this one. But he said, oh, look at this. So. It's a cell phone slot and oh, shoved my did. iPhone in it. <laughs> oh, what? No. Oh, you did. I remember that. <laughs> he had that. no clue oh, what, a, what, uh, what a cassette was because they didn't use them in their life, you know. Tyler exactly. remembers VHS, but Preston doesn't. We didn't have VHS tape. He was jumping into the, um, you know, the DVDs and Blu-rays. Now, they mm-hmm. don't even have those. Everything's no. download instant. It is. And it's not the same as holding it in your hand. What about just a, we've got about a minute here, but a couple of ways you can help. Like one is a 529 and there are ways you can help that have tax benefits too. Yes. 529 is a great way to contribute toward your grandchildren's college education. And now they've got, remember in the Secure Act 2.0, the Secure 2.0 Act, I guess is what they're calling Mm -hmm. it, that there are opportunities for college savings Within 529, there are some others within Roth, too. Right. So we've got some additional ways to go ahead and save for education. Now, remember, the 529 is limited on – there are some restrictions in there. So you can jump in. For those of you here in the state of Kentucky and also Indiana, for those of you listening up in Indiana, Ohio, even down to Tennessee, you can jump on the state site. It is in all of us in this territory here where we're reaching you. And look up the 529 because it is by state. So you've got to take a look at that and see what the rules are, contributions, whatnot. Great way to boost that education. Well, it's uh, definitely there are good ways that you can help out your grandkids. I mean, we all all want to do that and help our kids, too, for that matter. Here is that chance to talk about you, though, that your retirement. uh, First things first, get yourself straight. Uh, Get all the strategies together. Ten opportunities to schedule with Christina this week at no cost, no obligation. Yes, folks, no cost, no obligation, and we truly mean this. It's not going to cost you anything, and I'm not going to sell you anything. If you see a financial professional and in any way you feel sold, I would heavily encourage you to just walk away. I don't want you to ever feel like you're obligated to buy something. You should feel suitable. You should feel placed, and that's how you'll always feel here if there is any chance that we're going to do business, but I won't know that. Pick up the phone. Give us a call. Let's come in for a consultation. If there's anything we can do to help you, we'll talk to you. If not, then that's okay. I'm going to give you the information and send you right on your way. Let's make sure you're on track. Yeah, absolutely. And how great is it to come in and talk about you? Christina needs to learn about you and in, in looking at the strategies that could be best for you. You get a little love from Christina's dog, Zeus, have a laugh or two, leave there uh, armed with more information, even a clearer picture of your retirement. 800-832-1100. No cost, no obligation for 10 uh, uh, opportunities this week. If you text, just text POWERFUL. You can call it too, of course, 800-832-1100. Coming up, Christina answers listener questions. It is your powerful legacy radio with Christina Ping Kepperly. 
Your Powerful Legacy Radio with Christina Ping Kepperling, CEO of Powerful Legacy Insurance and Financial Services. You can uh, catch Christine on TV. You get two opportunities every Saturday, ABC 36, Saturday mornings at 10, Saturday evenings at 7. Uh, the website, yourpowerfullegacy.com. And at the website, you can learn so much and also listen to the podcast or wherever you download your podcast. See, Christina, you're everywhere. You're all over the place spreading good information about retirement. And when you meet with people, you answer their questions. We've got some now from listeners. Lexington tops it off. They're saying this, I could use a financial planner for my Roth IRA and my thrift savings plan, TSP, to make investment suggestions and help manage my funds uh, to improve returns. Now, I'm planning to retire in two years. I'll be 68. My TSP is about 500000 but there's not much to manage there. My Roth IRA is about 80000 and I really need help finding the right investments to, to grow the account in, in this challenging environment and economy, most advisors want to manage accounts over 500000 So who can I call and trust? Well, first off, I'm very, very sorry. Um, yes, that is the case. I do know a lot of people out there who do not want to deal with anything but larger accounts because they make more money off of that. And that's fine if that's the way they want to run their business. I actually have a client who has less than $10,000 to her name and she's in her 70s. And I take care of her and her family. And I've got some clients that have more than they'll be able to spend in three generations. And there's nothing wrong with that. Mm -hmm. So first off, if someone is only wanting to manage $500,000, then I don't think that that's going to be what's best for you. And I think even if you're a multimillionaire, if they're only wanting to take certain accounts, that's fine. I think that you can have a special niche for people who are good with risk. Mm -hmm. If you're in your TSP, first off, and you're, you are over 59 and a half, cause you just shared with us that you are 66, you'll be 68 in two years. Then you can do over 59 and a half rollovers to an IRA. You can actually be doing some Roth conversions too, backdoor Roth conversions out of that TSP. So we can put a little bit more into the Roth. And then on that 80,000, that's already there. I know that you're concerned about the environment. So sitting down and talking to a professional about your risk tolerance is going to be what you need to be talking about. Well, I mean, Christina would love to talk to you. And uh, her number is 800-832-1100. 800-832-1100. Uh, we've got one from Frankfurt. I'm in the process of looking into building my retirement account. Now, I'm a bit late to the game. I'm 55. I'm raising two young children. And I want to be sure that I haven't missed my window. What are the options for someone in my position? Well, first off, I don't think it's ever too late to save for retirement. But if you've been busy raising young children, I think you're amongst a huge group. I mean, I know many, many people that have dealt with that. I personally was a single mom and spent most of my 30s and 40s taking care of my children. So I didn't have an opportunity to save because I just didn't have a whole lot of money. And there are catch up contributions available. The secure 2.0 act actually just added some more. So let's talk about building more and what you can put in there. You didn't see how old these kids are. So I'm, I'm not really sure, you know, where that's at. But if you're employed, first off, take the position by contributing to your employer plan. If there is a match, don't leave that free money on the table. So that's a good start right there. And then sit down and talk to a professional. Come in and get a copy of the retirement train. That'll give you several different ways that you can actually be boosting your retirement. And you probably will have to work a little longer. We've got to get you working. That way you have more opportunity for savings. So let's sit down and talk about the whole entire puzzle. And you can with Christina, 800-832-1100, Mount Washington. I'm considering buying a house within the next six months, and I'm considering suspending or at least reducing my 401k IRA HSA contributions for the next 10 to 12 months or so uh, while this happens. Is this a good plan? I do think that it can be a very good idea, but um, <laughs> if you can't really afford the house, without continuing your contributions. And I don't think you're being able to afford the house. I do know people who suspend it temporarily just while they're, they have a little bit of extra expense, you know, having to have moving expenses and obviously furniture, whatever it may be. But, you know, you've, you've got to continue. You've got to continue contributing. I think if you stop, then you probably can't afford the house. So you need to reevaluate your overall situation. 
not just one piece. Mount Sterling is next. They're saying this. I'm 62. I was downsized during the pandemic, but my partner and I make enough money that I can work part time. I earn 12000 a year. Now, we've been looking at Social Security and wondering if I should start my benefits. I used a calculator online and the math seems to show a 13 year break even point versus taking it at 67, which is my full retirement age. Any thoughts on this? So again, getting that social security timing right um, between you and your partner, you're probably, um, you didn't say spouse. So I want to make sure, cause that spousal benefit and the timing thereof, whichever spouse has the most, you want right. to make sure that we maximize that benefit. So you said partner, I'm going to assume it could be a spousal situation, but I don't want to assume anything. Mm-hmm. We know what that does. Mm-hmm. So the timing of social security, first off, if you downsized, but you make enough that you can work part-time and you're okay, then maybe delaying that Social Security could be better because if the break-even takes too long, then there's a possibility you won't live to the break-even. I will calculate that for you. You've obviously not filed yet. Come on in here and I'll get you a complimentary Social Security report. We use a software called Advisor Control. And it's not what's on ssa.gov. This will show you what is that breaking point between 62, 67, and 70, all three of those break evens. And then also, um, what is the maximum cumulative amount overall? I have to go to your book, The Retirement Train, here, because there's one chapter in this book that deals with two things we talked about on the show today. Uh, Grandparents uh, sharing their financial wisdom with their grandkids and um, saving money and cutting out costs. Because you had, um, you said, I think this was from your grandmother, and you, you mentioned in here, if you go to one of the big box stores, how it's sometimes hard to find something. Well, that means you spent more time in the store. In that search, you may pick up some extra things. Back to that marketing thing we talked yes. about. So I think it was your grandmother who made that list, and you had to stick to it. Stick to that list. Had to stick to the list. And we were little hunters. I mean, we learned how to hunt down where things were in the grocery store real quick. She would send us out, and we get out there hunting. I've been an expert shopper for years, thanks to my Gammy. Thank you so much, Gammy. Uh-huh. That's who my book is dedicated to as well. It's but, an art to shopping, um, right? <laughs> it is. Expert consumer. Oh, yes, I'm so good at it. My husband could definitely vouch for that one. But <laughs> when you're going into these big stores, all jokes aside, going into these big stores, make sure you stick to your list. Chances are you could end up spending another 20 30% on top of your budget that you just don't need. Yeah. Only get what you need. And I think talking to parents and grandparents, those that lived through the Great Depression and the era right after, I think that they are a little bit more prone to giving advice about how to conserve. I know I've heard people talk about washing aluminum foil. You know, they weren't using disposable. It wasn't a disposable society. Conserving everything, having a sink full of dishes. Do you remember that, Dave, when you would put the dishes in the sink and put the soap on it and fill it up? They don't do that anymore. Now it's sit there and just run the faucet all the time and Mm -hmm. use a scrubber and or throw them in the dishwasher. It probably wasn't the cleanest thing to do, but yeah, we put it all in the water in the sink and then have the other part of the sink as the rinse out part. Exactly. We did the same thing. Fill that up to rinse it. Just run it through there. (laughs) That's exactly how we did it too. And it seems like... Things have just changed quite a bit. Again, Mm -hmm. that disposable society, you know, paper towels, paper plates, plastic forks and spoons and Mm -hmm. Ziploc bags and all that kind of stuff. We meal prep a little bit in our house. So we use the reusable containers and, Mm -hmm. you know, fill those up with the sides and all that. And, you know, we try to conserve as much food as possible. I think as Americans, we throw a lot of food away. We're just not conservative. Yeah. It's pitiful. Yes. Especially fruit. I always have these great intentions of cutting it up and eating it. And then Uh, before I know it, three weeks later, it's still in the back of the fridge. I just don't know know what is wrong with me. Same here. Every time I know I don't need to get it. And I, but it's that good intention, but it's the right thing to do. Get some fruit. And then unfortunately I did buy some, uh, those little oranges. They're like candy. There's no seeds in it. Easy to peel. Beauties. The mm-hmm. cuties are delicious, and I went through They're that awesome. whole bag. None of them got thrown away, I'll guarantee you that. Those um, things are yummy. Yeah. You know, I was telling you about reading an article on marketing by some grocery stores, and I think I read in there that some will move things around back to that search. I spent probably 30 minutes not that long ago in a grocery store looking for baking soda, Arm & Hammer baking soda. You would think that wouldn't be hard to find. 
but it was hard so for me. So I actually had the same thing. I thought it used to be in the baking aisle, but it's not. They've moved it all to the cleaning aisle in Kroger. It's crazy. It how depends they on the store. Around. Yeah, it does. Yeah. It does. And there's one thing I couldn't find. I went to the grocery. Um, it was so I love Publix, and I was at Publix looking for some butter beans. Mm-hmm. With my mother-in-law. We could not find them anywhere. All the beans were together. The chili beans, the black beans, the no butter beans. red beans. No butter beans. And come to find out, they were actually in the Mexican food section. Really? What? And we had to have those beans. She makes this incredible recipe with red beans and butter beans. And I love that beans stuff. And mm. bacon on it and vinegar and onions. Oh, that sounds good. Together. Oh, my gosh. They are the best beans. You can throw it all in a crock pot and let it simmer all day, or you can actually, you know, kind of take the onions and cook them down. Anyway, I must be hungry. I've got to get You're making me hungry. <laughs> I, I want to do that now. That sounds delicious. Well, we got one more thing to do before we go strap on the feedback, and that's one more opportunity to schedule with you, Christina, at no cost, no obligation. That's right, folks. Again, that number is 800-832-1100. 800-832-1100. This is going to get you connected with one of our staff members. They are waiting to take your call, get you scheduled for an appointment. They will also follow up with an email and let you know a list of documents that we recommend that you bring to make the most of our time together. And I'm so looking forward to that. For some of you, this will be a second opinion, and that's okay. But don't hesitate. We've got 10 time slots available. We want to make sure and give one to you. So give us a call. 800-832-1100. It's a great experience. I mean, you're really talking about what could be uh, that, as Christina said it, that that long vacation. That's 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 your retirement. But and you can really if you're not yet retired, but you're getting close just think about if you got everything in order, how you can get excited uh, about it, more excited. It's kind of like that vacation when everything's in order, you know, everything's booked and set and reserved, and then you can just look forward to it. I mean, in many ways, that's what this is about, getting the right strategies together for your retirement, and then just cross off the days on the calendar. Just look forward to it. There you go. Every day is a Saturday except Sunday. Right, exactly. Uh, 800-832-1100 to schedule with Christina. You can call or you can text Powerful, 800-832-1100. As always, thanks so much for joining us. Hope you have a great week and I hope you're back with us uh, next week for your Powerful Legacy Radio. advisory services offered through powerful legacy insurance and financial services christina ping and her guests provide general information not individually targeted personalized advice and are not liable for the usage of information discussed exposure to ideas and financial vehicles should not be considered investment advice or a recommendation to buy or sell any of these financial vehicles this information should also not be considered tax or legal advice individuals should consult with a professional specializing in the fields of tax legal accounting or investments regarding the applicability of this information for their situation past performance is not a guarantee of future results Investments will fluctuate and when redeemed may be worth more or less than when originally invested. Any comments regarding safe and secure investments and guaranteed income streams refer only to fixed insurance products. They do not refer in any way to securities or investment advisory products. Fixed insurance and annuity product guarantees are subject to the claims paying ability of the issuing company and are offered through Powerful Legacy Insurance and Financial Services. By contacting Powerful Legacy Insurance and Financial Services, you may be provided information regarding the purchase of insurance products.